Hey, before we rock out on the podcast, get more sales tips, videos, and even live podcasts. That's right. We're going to do live podcasts by connecting with me on Twitter at Marsh Bice. That's at Marsh, B-U-I-C-E. Dude, I look forward to connecting and learning from you right there. Now let's get on with the show. We all have a platform. I know you were once on life's grand stage. I know you were rolling towards your big break, that the curtain was just about to open up in your life. And then... Your stage caved in and the lights went dim. Life turned left and you kept straight and drove straight off the cliff. And where you landed as low as much as it hurts and embarrassing and hopeless as it may seem right now. It's not your stage. It's now your platform. Welcome to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. In a recent episode, episode 308, I talked about the former NFL football player, Ryan Leaf. Ryan was a collegiate standout, ended up being drafted by the NFL, went from, went from millions to prisoner. If you haven't listened to that, to, to that episode, man, I urge you to go back and listen to it because you'll learn how, how a simple Q-tip caused him to end up in prison. And today, when Ryan goes back to talk to athletes about uh, about how he was how uh, how his life was rolling, man, how he was just this standout in college, and how how he became an instant millionaire, turned addicted to drugs, and ended up in prison. And he says, as I'm as I'm talking to these young athletes, he says, I see the look in their eyes. Many of the looks of the in their eyes, they say, Oh, it won't happen to me. And to that, Ryan says, which one? Which one won't happen to you? That you won't become a millionaire or that you won't end up addicted and in prison? Because they're not mutually exclusive. Each one doesn't stand on their own. Ryan's Ryan's proof of that. He's had both. He's had the highest of highs, enjoyed the highest of highs, and, and also sunk to the lowest of lows. And while in prison... Like many who had it all and lost it, Ryan wanted to check out, man. He wanted to end it all. I've had that. I felt like that. But something sparked inside of him. Ryan was restless. His spirit was restless. Yeah, the easy way was just to, just to call it quits. Call it quits on life, but he, he, something inside of him, he wanted to do something. He didn't know what he could do in prison. I mean, what the hell am I going to do in prison? I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't do pass routes. I can't show you path, pass routes. I can't show you how to throw a perfect spiral. Or what, What's the use in showing you footwork in prison? That ain't important. And he damn sure didn't want to sit there and talk about how good he once had it. Ryan thought, he said, what do I have that they didn't take from me before I got behind bars? Leaf began to teach the prisoners how to read. (laughs) He gave the only thing that he had left to give. And a funny thing happened. Funny thing happened. As he began to to give, he began to heal. As he gave more of himself, he emotionally and mentally got stronger. Because, see, he saw the confidence grow in others. His confidence grew as well. He saw what he was doing was bearing significance. So then it reinstituted significance in his own life because he saw the difference he was making in others' lives. It began to make a difference in his own life too. 
it always comes back to you. See, where he was standing, as, as low as it seemed in comparison to where he once was, where Ryan Leaf was standing became his platform. And we all have a platform, dude. I know you were once on life's grand stage. I know you were, you were once rolling towards your big break, that the curtain was just about to open until your stage caved in and the lights never came on. Life turned left and you kept straight and you drove straight off the cliff. Where you landed as low, as much as it hurts, as embarrassing and hopeless as it may seem. It's not your stage. It's now become your platform. And you, yes, yes you, you sitting right here listening. You have something to say and so much more to give back. See, you specialize in something. You think it doesn't mean much, but it does. See, you're uniquely qualified to give something of yourself to those around you. And what starts, uh, it, what starts as a few people you start helping becomes a circle, and the circle becomes a tribe, and the tribe then helps the masses. But right now, it's just to one other. I was catching up with my sister recently, and she moved back uh, from Seattle. She lived up there for a few years. She, she once lived in Dallas, loved Dallas, and she moved up to Seattle. Her husband had a career move, so it was a good move for him. And So they lived up there. But things turned, and she came back home. She came back home to Dallas. And in catching up with her, man, she had told me that she had stopped blogging. She said, you know, it's just the moves, the kids... She was telling me all these things, and it made me think about Maxwell Maltz's book. And he said, this is where the forebrain thinking kicks in. I said, logic. I mean, for her, it was the kids. It was the ripping and running. It was the unpacking, finding the house, the right neighborhood, the schools, getting, the, getting her husband all set up. It's also the realization of being an entrepreneur. She works for herself, and now... Now I got to start all over again. I, I, I once had it, I had it going here and then I left and I never could get the traction there and now I'm back home and now I got to start all over. See, she looked at all of our problems, all of the obstacles, everything. She was looking at all of these things. Same thing Leaf did, just a different level. But she was looking like we all do. She was looking and using her forebrain, her logic, and seeing all the problems and the obstacles. And when you do that, what it does is it chokes out your creativity. Malt said the forebrain, the only thing the forebrain is there for, man, is, is to spot a problem, to ask the questions to a problem. But you need creativity to solve that problem, and that's not in the forebrain. The answers aren't on, on the same level as your problem or your obstacle. When my sister was done, I said, I need you to start writing again. I need you to start giving back. And I know before you answer me, I know that you don't have time, you make it. Because you have to understand, God has made you uniquely here for a reason. You've gone through exactly what you've gone through uniquely for a reason. And people need to know your story. They need to know your path. 
They need to know that what they're on right now, that they're not the only one. And if it's a one-minute video, a five-minute blog, a podcast, whatever, if it's three days a week, if that's all you have to give, for God's sakes, give. Because as you give back, the path will unfold. See, someone, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere along the way needs your story right now. They need your help. Leaf realized this. See, as he began to teach prisoners how to read, what it did is it caused him to take his eyes off of his logic, off of the problems, and go deeper within. And as he gave of himself, he gained more in return. See, when we're going through, a lot of times, man, the burdens get heavier. And, and let me tell you something, man. You're not there. Everything that you're going through, everything that you've gone through, everything you're facing right now, it's not for you to shoulder. It's not for you to shoulder all of the loads. Some of the load, man, is there for you to actually share to others. And as you share with others, you unburden your low, your load. You unburden your low. You got to give back. Now, as Ryan got out, man, and see, as he was as he was giving of himself, see, he took his eyes off of his circumstances. He took his eyes off of self. See, that's what happens. The more you go through, the more you think that you're alone, the more isolated you become, the lonelier you get, the more apt you are to check out. You ain't crazy, man. You're not the only one. Yeah, it's unfair. Yeah, it's uncertain. Yeah, it's embarrassing. But it needs to be shared. That's what Ryan does now. See, as he started teaching, see, as he started teaching, he gained a deeper awareness of what his new platform was. And when he got out of prison, now that's what he does. He gives back to others and helps them not only get the get back on track. Because he says, look, if it can happen to me, man, it can happen to anybody else. And look, because you're, you're down, you're not out. You get back up. You get back in. But also, he gives back to help others. Young athletes say, don't think that, don't think that you're so special, that you're, that you can, that you're untouchable. That, to think that this won't happen to you, it will. It can. How unlikely, man. Who would have ever thunk it? Because I know a lot of times right now you, you don't know what, what all this is for. Sometimes the only thing it's for is just to share. You have something to offer today. And the way out is through. It's through giving of yourself to others. And here's the thing. As you teach others, you draw in a deeper awareness. You're not just the parrot recycling or just... Uh, um, saying back, repeating back what you've heard. No, as you teach, you actually you actually teach yourself back in return and you get a deeper and deeper awareness. And sometimes when I say that your way out, man, your way out is sometimes maybe you're in a low, but maybe you're not even in a low spot. Maybe you're just trying to get promoted. Maybe you're trying to move up. Well, that's through others too. It's not hoarding yourself. It's not becoming constipated with all your knowledge so that you can be the only one to know. No, dude, you got to give of yourself. You got to give more of yourself. 
And as you give more, more will come back to you also. As little as it may seem, it seems like it's not much to you, but I'm telling you, what you give to others, it matters to them. Plant your mustard seed in others today and watch your life grow and evolve in return. I'm proud of you, and I'll see you back here next time on The Sales Life. Hey, thanks for catching the show. Subscribe so that you never miss another episode. Also, share your feedback and show suggestions with me at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. That's thesaleslife, the number one, at gmail.com. And share the episode with others. And I'd really love you a long time if you'd rate and leave a quick review of the show. This will help get the word out. Remember this, no matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. I'll catch you back here next time on The Sales Life.